0: So you mentioned mental illnesses. Mm-hmm. So how do you continue to push Duops Kitchen? Obviously it's part of your life and you don't feel like it's work, but how do you balance the two? Like how do you really suppress or deal with the mental challenges and run your business and work a full time job? I'll take it. Welcome back to the Less Evolve for Tomorrow Podcast. I'm your host, Tyrone, and we help aspiring new and existing entrepreneurs excel to the next level by inviting other aspiring new and existing entrepreneurs to the podcast where they can give some knowledge and some gems to help you get to the next level. So without further ado, we want to introduce a special guest. I'm Unique Bowles with Duops Kitchen. She's been in business for about five years. The last two years have been amazing for her. Pop up shops all over the city. It's been a great two years for her, but I don't want to spoil everything. I'm going to hand it over to Amunique. I want to thank you for joining, just really coming out. Thank I mean, you. I was super excited to reach out to you. You accepted the invitation. You finally made it, so thank you again.
1: I appreciate it. I was super excited to get it. This is my first podcast, so I am all here for it, for real. Welcome,
0: welcome. I'm sure you're going to give us a lot of value.
1: Oh, I'm going to try. Everything I I got knowledge of right now. Okay.
0: All right. That's cool. (laughs) That's all we can ask for, right? So if you don't mind, if you could just give us a brief introduction, tell us about yourself, give us a little background.
1: All right. Um, my name is I'm unique, but I go by Shorty Duop. I am the owner and producer of Duop's Kitchen. Um, I specialize in mostly soul food. You know, collard greens, turkey. We try to stay away from pork, but I will do pork upon request. Um, I do a lot of homemade desserts. My grandmother was a homemaker, and when my father passed a few years back, I got a hold of some tins full of her recipes, mm-hmm. and they're on index cards. They typed up like they old. Okay. So I've been really diving into that soul food, homemade goods, just anything that'll take us back to enjoying food for real.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. So I know before before we started recording, you talked about you've had a lot of success. So you've been in business five years, mm-hmm. but you've had a lot of major success over the last two years. So just tell us about some of that success.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, my last two years, they've been really busy, um, successful, happy, up and down. Um, I got introduced to pop-up shops by a young lady that actually makes my waist beads. Okay. And uh, after she invited me to one after that, I just kind of was like, you know what? This is so much better than setting up the tent in front of mommy's house. Uh-huh. So I just started trying to snag any pop up shops I've seen. And for the most part, they have really they have really been successful. OK. They have.
0: So Eight how many pop up shops did you um, did you attend this year? I think we got four on my belt. OK yeah I think we got four on my belt right now perfect so would you consider yourself an aspiring new or existing entrepreneur can we put it all together absolutely I'm an
1: inspiring <laughs> new existing entrepreneur okay um only I want to say put it all together because I'm very much inspired food that's my thing aside of cooking I love to eat regardless of how small I am okay <laughs> um I have been doing it for five years but i'm still learning Mm -hmm. so i'm still new things are constantly changing i gotta put it
0: all one all of it okay so let's talk about what inspired you to start first of all where did doops kitchen come from where did that name come from
1: so i'm only five one and a half okay don't x that out (laughs) my five one and a half put the half on there yep um i Got the name Shorty doo in high school. Okay. And it just stuck. It was either people was calling me Shorty or they was calling me doo And once I kind of start cooking and putting prices on my food, I'm like, I don't really know what to call it. My first name, I'm unique. It's just too long for anything. That's too many syllables. And I was like, I really didn't just want to go by Shorty. Um, if I'm not mistaken, it's actually another girl here in Columbus that has the name Shorty something. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I didn't see no doo It's an older name. we going to go with doo Okay. And it was all
0: in the kitchen. So okay. doo kitchen. So when did you actually start before you made it official? Was it five years ago or way before then?
1: About five years ago. Okay. Yeah. I, it became official about five years ago. Like, I will always kind of cook for my friends, family, just to get people to come together mm-hmm. was the first initial point. You tell somebody you cook and I bet money they're going to beat down your door. Exactly. Like, so that was my way of keeping <laughs> people together. Um, After keeping people together, it was like, you can expand out, not just making the people close to you and your circle, happy from your food, expand out. And it, before I actually started selling it, um, my leftover food, I gave it to the homeless. Okay. So that was more so where the doo-wop kitchen part came from. Um, I started, honestly, not charging people. Okay. Um, It just was leftovers going to the homeless, giving back to the area. Um, I stayed in West Side Columbus. You know, y'all. <laughs> um, and just to give back you kind of got to have something so I had to put some prices on there a little right. bit but exactly it
0: that's really how it all just so was it to be did it start off as a nonprofit or or for-profit business
1: Nonprofit.
0: okay yeah so when did you decide to flip over to for-profit or is it still a non- non-profit business
1: I like to consider it um, a little bit of half and half for the most part because even now, whatever food, um, desserts I don't sell, I give them to the homeless. Okay. Um, I do try to, of course, get things out and everything to keep my brand going, but most of the money is really used to make sure I can give back and keep going.
0: Okay. To be honest. So what's your overall vision for Doo Kitchen? overall vision yeah like what's your ultimate goal so i know you want to give back but is it just are you trying to start or have like a soup kitchen or something similar to that but calling it Doob's kitchen or something bigger bigger okay
1: um because i do always want the opportunity well first off i want the opportunity for people of the less fortunate to come in mm-hmm. but i know that's going to take a bigger brand um with people being just greedy when it come to food i figured i could use them to kind of uh to give them something we don't really have that much in the city we don't have a lot of soul food restaurants Mm -hmm. so it was one we need a soul food restaurant okay we need a black owned soul food restaurant somebody that's more deep into their roots we got fresh greens that i'm picking we ain't touching glory greens um as well as to expand from my soul to signs are going to go up that say what I'm doing Uh and it'll have people like, yeah, I'm coming in to buy food. But when I'm buying food, she's going to give it back to the homeless. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, maybe around Christmas time, she's going to do a toy drive off of this plate I bought. Uh So as long as people coming in, it's like a scratch my back for the city,
0: scratch yours. OK, that makes sense. So really. So that's the for profit side. The non-profit side is saying, hey, with this money and revenue that's coming in, we're going to take a percentage of that to give back to the community yeah. for the people that can't afford it. Exactly. OK, that makes perfect sense. So how did you even get started? Like, what was the first step? When, what were you thinking when you were sitting there? Like, man, I love cooking for my family. What was that first step? Was it the LLC? Was it what was it? No,
1: <laughs> no, actually, LLC was my last step. <laughs> I ain't even going to lie. Okay. Um, The first step was people in my ear. Okay. Um, You need to cook. Mm-hmm. What you cooking? We hungry. You ever thought about selling your plates? That was the first step was knowing it was bigger than just my small circle. Okay. And getting the confidence to want to kind of share it was like, you know what, let me expand outside of my small circle. That was before the LLC, which I should have got first, Mm -hmm. but not knowing. You were just testing the market. Yep. I didn't know even about all the paperwork I had to get at first, to be honest. I did not know about a lot of that. So I just started being like, let me see how it's going to move out of my home kitchen. Mm -hmm. And it moved.
0: (laughs) Okay. It definitely moved. Is that what gave you the confidence to actually take it to the next level?
1: The city. Anybody who came and bought food from mm-hmm. me, they gave me confidence. Um Not tooting my own horn, but I haven't had more than out of my five years, I can count on one hand how many people have either returned or not liked my food. Okay. So when people, oh, this is good. When are you going to cook again? Or where are you going to be at next? That, oh, I'm coming. hmm let me get to these pots. Right. You know, that that's what made me be like, I got y'all. They wanted
0: me. Okay. So. All right. So when did you decide, okay, I got to make my business legit. It's time for me to really take this thing to the next level. And I know you also stated that you didn't know anything about the paperwork. Because, I mean, a lot of times people are afraid to start a business because they don't know the legal side. They mm-hmm. don't know the proper documents the tax side and all of that stuff so they have this fear and then they stay on a small scale because they don't know how to scale. So how did you figure that part out?
1: Um I started asking a lot of questions. Okay. Um and I did I branched out towards people that I knew was either beyond in the entrepreneur world and I mean this was before I stopped working. Uh, for corporate companies, my general managers and stuff or my store managers, I would ask them Mm. just anything because they know about the bigger corporations, but I need down here. Exactly. So I really I started with asking my bosses.
0: When you say down here, what do you mean by that? Uh
1: not HR. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, not HR us normal nine to five people. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I needed I want y'all information but I didn't want to have to go all the way up there, you know, working with corporate to get it. Mm-hmm. And the easiest way is everybody got a boss. Right. So I'm going to talk to this boss. And then I'm going to ask your boss. And just that was pretty much for real how I got a lot of my my help. I started asking a whole bunch of questions, even as far as uh, not bigger corporations, um, people that were just now getting started.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I asked them where they were. Right. Like, even on the IRS website, how far did you get? Did you do this or did you understand what all them numbers meant? And we'd be sitting there looking at each other and be like, hey, I didn't get that, but I got this. Mm-hmm. And great minds, you put them together, you can,
0: we can figure it out. Okay. So basically you pieced it together whenever you ran into issues. You weren't afraid to say, hey, look, if I'm going to do this, I can't be afraid to open my my mouth and ask questions. Big facts. Okay. So when you started, when you got your LLC, you got your EIN, were you marketing at that time? And if so, how did you market?
1: Yeah, um, I kept more, I've never really stopped marketing. A lot of it was mostly uh, social media. Okay. For real, for real, big on social media just because that's what's going on. Facebook.
0: Okay. So did it help at all? Did you get a lot of sales from the marketing?
1: It did um it seems like it can go back and forth honestly okay. and i'm that's the process I'm still even learning with is my marketing which audiences are easier to reach mm-hmm. is it going to be through social media? will it go through me standing outside of Kroger, passing out flyers and samples like it's it's a test
0: okay <laughs> it is so within those first couple of years, would you say that you were really successful within the first Let's say the first year, no, successful. no. What stopped you from being successful?
1: Um, not well. The first f- couple years, I know I wasn't really asking questions. Okay, I was not trying to budget or figure out how to budget. I would just be like, "I'm gonna make this and then go and get it." Not trying to see how much you gonna make back if you can even afford all of that. Um, yeah, I wasn't budgeting and. I didn't take even my marketing serious. I just kind of let that go word of mouth.
0: Okay. So when did you hit that point where you said, okay, you know what? I'm tired of not knowing how much money I'm spending, how much money I'm going to make. I need to step my game up. When did you hit that point? Like what happened in that moment that caused that transition?
1: I wanted to keep cooking and I didn't have no money to cook. I'm like, I got all these ideas all these different things I want to do, and I don't have no money to do it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what? you got people coming in, but you, this isn't making sense. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you know, at the end, now you're trying to run a business. It's not even just about giving back. You want this to keep going. This is running a business. So I have to make these prices where they make sense, mm-hmm. not just to be like, oh, you got the cheapest prices in the city, and you're going to bring people in you going to have the cheapest prices in the city, and you're going to get one good week, and that's exactly. it.
0: Exactly. Like, <laughs> it was being broke. Okay. <laughs> so would you say that your sales are consistent throughout the year, or do you kind of have ups and downs? They definitely go up and down. Okay. Um, I've
1: noticed they can... Honestly, they go down during tax time.
0: Okay. Um, really?
1: Yeah. Sales go down. They Sales go down during tax time. Hmm. People prefer to go to actual restaurants. Uh-huh. Okay. That's where they be tearing them seafood boils up and all of that. They prefer the restaurants uh, during tax time.
0: Okay.
1: Um, summer isn't too bad, mm-hmm. depending on what I'm making, and around wind. Now, summer weekends are usually harder because of all the festivals. Right. So I've kind of, during the summer, I was telling people we doing Tuesday through Thursday. I am not about to compete with the Rib Fest. <laughs> and No, unless I'm going down there. Mm-mm. But in winter, it's cool because of the holidays.
0: Okay. So. so would you say that you really had your foot on the gas when it came to marketing your business and putting yourself out there?
1: Mm, after a while okay. after a while I can say that um, at first I I can't say I was a little bit cocky with being like I'm just going to let this go word of mouth I don't really want to deal with people you tell people I'm cooking type thing and it was it started to become at the end of the day you do have to talk to people mm-hmm. they want to know who is preparing their food like You know, so it was, I had to step outside of my own box. And honestly, marketing with people,
0: I had to step out of my comfort zone. And it was not easy. (laughs) I can believe it. It it wasn't. Yeah, I can understand that. I mean, just even, even with me, you know, reaching out to people to come on a podcast. You know, I'm talking with people that I've never met before. I'm sending them emails and calling them over the phone. Like, actually, someone's going to come on a podcast here in a few weeks. And, you know, I went to her place of business, Mm -hmm. just like you. It's like, okay, hey, is this a scam? You know, people don't know. So I said, if I show up face-to-face, then you can see I'm a real person. Mm -hmm. And we can quickly build trust that way. And within like five minutes, she was like, oh, yeah. Because at first, she wasn't responding to my emails, my phone calls, or nothing. But that face-to-face interaction definitely helped. So I can understand. Yeah, it definitely does. Okay. So would you say that you're that you're taking your marketing serious now? I am. Okay.
1: I am. I um I can be better. I'm still working on it. Um I do work outside of cooking. Okay. So that puts a little bit of a strain on it, but I do do my best to post as much as possible, be as detailed, um respond back efficiently to anybody that has questions, concerns. Mm-hmm. If somebody even tagged me in something and be like, you ever thought about making this or you make these? Hey, I'll see what I can do. Mm-hmm. So I I try to let people know I'm listening, I'm here for them, and I'm available.
0: So do you hope that one day do ops Kitchen will take place of, so I'm assuming you work another job full-time? I do. Okay, so are you eventually going to replace that full-time job with do ops Kitchen? I would love to. Okay. Um Yeah,
1: I would really love to. It's a little bit deeper than just replacing that job, though, for me, to be
0: honest. Break that down for us.
1: Um, So, yes, I'm an entrepreneur. Yes, do ops is my business. But for me, it's my life. As long as I'm cooking, I have, for me, I feel as if I do have a purpose, um, which is kind of difficult. Sometimes I do got a lump. Of different mental illnesses um, that I battle with on a regular, and to be able to do something and feel as if you have a constant clear head, you're good at it regardless of it's there for you, it's not a job.
0: It's my life. So. okay. So you mentioned mental illnesses. Mm-hmm. So how do you continue to push Duop's kitchen? Obviously, it's part of your life and you don't feel like it's work, but how do you balance the two? Like, how do you really suppress or deal with the mental challenges and run your business and work a full-time job?
1: I'll take a break. Okay. You have to take breaks. Um, And that was something I'm real life learning within these last two years out of my five that I've done it uh-huh. and I will explain why my first three was probably so up and down and choppy I wasn't taking breaks okay Um, you have to know when regardless whether it's your business your job you have to know when the most important job taking care of yourself is starting to become at risk or you know it's not It's not happening because you're pouring so much into everything else. Everything else is going to crumble. And I learned them first three years from just trying to go hard, not all at once, but in increments of them three years, nonstop and being like burnt out in four or five months mentally, physically. And the next thing you know, I don't have the patience within myself to try to come up with another business plan for the month. And next thing you know, I shut down for a month, but it's going to take me two more months to get back what I needed after that month of shutdown. So taking a break and learning where learning yourself is
0: very important to be like, that's how I'm going to even keep going. Oh, that's valuable. So when you say take a break, are you talking about taking 15 minute break? couple of days, a couple of weeks, couple of months.
1: Whatever is good for you, me, I take one weekend off a month. Okay. From every job I have. <laughs> from every job, um, everybody, most of the time. Okay. I am a person, I enjoy being around people, but I like to be alone, too. Mm-hmm. My job makes me be around people. Mm-hmm. So, that one weekend out of that month, I don't want to. Mm-hmm. Or even if I want to, I may still take that time for myself just to find out what I need okay so once a month for me I'm shut down
0: so would you say that's like your power up weekend like after a 30-day month you say okay I get this weekend power up once I get that weekend I'm good to go for another 30 days
1: I don't know about a power up <laughs> <laughs> because cause some weekends I'll be laying there and I'll just be like I be so mentally and physically drained that i'll blink it's friday i blink and it's sunday night mm-hmm. and i just know that the weekend is over mm-hmm. so i don't look at it as a power-up i look at it as you rest it and you still do have things that you need to do
0: so kind of like a reset perfect okay. reset <laughs> Yeah. So I don't know about power up. Yeah,
1: power up sound like I'm always stoked and ready. Nah. Some Sunday nights, I'll be like, look, man, do ops, okay. I can't even, I can't do this tonight. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Monday, during my lunch break, I got you. But I'm enjoying this weekend.
0: Okay. Right. So, there's a lot of other people, a lot of other companies out here doing exactly what you do, Right. So what sets you apart?
1: I'm not a company. I am not trying to... I'm not a company, and I'm not trying to really be in this just for the money. Okay. Um, Like I said, it's my life. Most companies, they make their money, and then they spend it, or they go bankrupt, or anything like that. No, as long as I am a vessel here on this earth... Mm Mm-hmm. And my hands is working, I'm going to cook. Okay. And that means I'm still alive. Okay. And by the grace of God, I'm going to continue to live. And it's going to go through my food. So when you say you're
0: not a company, what do you mean by that?
1: I feel like companies, they get blindsided. Okay. After a while, they turn into just being all about the money. Just all really about the money and how to bring in more money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we want to make our customers happy, but... How are we going to get them to spend more money? My main goal has nothing to really do with people spending more money with me. Okay, It's really, it's about my mental, uh-huh. me loving what I do. And as well for the people that don't have access, here is some delicious food, uh-huh. something hot. You know, it's so many people that get looked over and on the streets and they just a hot meal, man. You have no idea like the wonders that really do for a family, not just adults kids mm-hmm. you know how many kids ain't never had greens? no, I thought, honestly thought every kid had greens. I met a couple had never tried greens in their mm-hmm. life not our greens, and to see the look on their faces light up, mm-hmm.
0: I'm gonna keep making greens. <laughs> I need to keep making these greens like okay, so. I guess I'm really trying to understand. You said you're not a company. So would you, are you considering switching to a nonprofit from the for-profit? Because, and the only reason I'm asking, because you said you don't, you're not really concerned about money, which is not a bad thing, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, because sometimes people have the passion to do something for their community. But at the same time, you still got to make a living. Mm -hmm. So how do you bridge the gap between your passion, what you were born to do? And make a living and bring those two worlds together.
1: I don't know if it's going to make sense, but it's almost like. um, It's your truth. So it'll make sense. It's kind of like I haven't found anything outside of that. Uh Like there's, what else are you going to do other than cook? And to me, that's like, what else you going to do other than breathe? Uh So it's like, it's like I said, as long as I'm cooking, I know I can live. Okay. So I feel like. The bills that get paid, I'll be able to give back, but I have to at least be cooking.
0: Okay. So why not just go find an opportunity or a job in culinary arts where you're making so much money or making good money to where the extra money that you put off to the side, you dump that into your nonprofit to where you can still give back to the community and you don't feel that pressure and that feeling of, of being a business. Or just say, you know what? I need to figure out what the products that I'm offering, how can I still scale it to where it's a business, right? And I can do it full time because this is what I love and make enough money to where I can pinch off of that Mm -hmm. to still give back to the community. Because you can have two arms. It's like, hey, this is my for profit. And to your point, what you were talking about earlier is taking 10% of what you make Mm -hmm. and putting that to the side for your nonprofit so you have the best of both worlds. I thought about going to school, okay.
1: Um, but within that question, you did say why not go and like work for somebody else. I don't like nobody telling me what to do. <laughs> I don't like the pressure of a boss. Okay. Um, I don't like the pressure. Even though I'm working now, mm-hmm. I still don't like the pressure of I have to clock in at this time. I have to go by these handbook rules. Mm-hmm. Um, with my own business. This is mine. Right. Um, and food is one of them things where it's, it's all you. You can't change my ingredients. Uh-huh. Um, if I do go to culinary or I decide to work under a, another chef, they're going to make me change my style of cooking.
0: Okay.
1: That's too much of changing
0: me. Okay, that's real. So why not just take Duops Kitchen to the next level? Why not go all in? Um, maybe,
1: well, I know some of it is still lack of knowledge. I'm okay. still learning on the steps I need to take to go full in. And then it's a little bit of fear in there. Okay. That's fair. I, I can admit that it's a little bit of fear mm-hmm. because I don't know exactly, you know, how to all the way take it to the next level. Which is normal. So mm-hmm. it, it's sometimes it's comfortable to sit here, mm-hmm. but I do think about be like I need to take this to the next level, but not knowing, it kind of how you at a little standstill. But I'm trying to shake out of it. Okay. So, what pieces do you feel like you're missing? I need to understand this tax stuff a little bit more. Okay. And maybe, um, just. Maybe just some more of the ins and outs, leaning more towards the non-profit side. Okay. Like, how could I even get more help with that, with me wanting to be more on the non-profit side? Because right now, I know I want to be, but I'm still having to put in the funds or come up with the funds and all of that.
0: Okay. So, i tell you what. Um, there was actually a payroll and tax specialist on the podcast a few weeks ago. So... Seriously, Stacey Poole, she's actually out west on West Broad. So what if I put you in contact with her and you can ask all of the tax-related questions, I, I can reach out to her and say, hey, Duwop's Kitchen is going to reach out. Because at the end of the day, the whole purpose of this podcast, you know, is to bring on entrepreneurs at all levels. Mm-hmm. So then when opportunity presents itself like this, okay, hey, we know someone. Put those two people together. To get to the next level. I love it. You okay with that? I
1: love it and she ain't far from me. You said okay. she on West Broad? Yeah. Yep. yep. SP Payroll
0: and Tax Service.
1: I feel like I've seen that
0: somewhere. Do you know off of West Broad and what? I don't. No. But yeah, so give like us a success it. story. Success story. Let's see. Um. So I had a chance. I do want to say this. I had a chance to try your desserts those strawberry cookies. I love them. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> the uh, what was it the um the relish. I was just by asked you. Yeah, I uh, love the relish. Okay. That was really good. It was like that sweet, spicy, sour mix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that too. I got some hits so on that relish. I wanted to say that for the record. Thank you. Thank you. Well, yeah, so outside of that, you know, I know when I showed up you were very excited, very happy, very organized. So what's that success story in the last two years, that one that just stands out in your ma- your mind, like, man, see, this is why I do this every day? Honestly, um, my
1: family, they are very, very, very supportive, right. like, all the way around. Um, it was so organized because my sister was there. <laughs> my oldest sister, OCD Annie, Ooh. came through. She helped OCD me get it set. OCD Annie. Yes, OCD Annie. <laughs> She came through, helped me get it set up. So I didn't have the headache of, you know, how I'm going to set things up. Um, I have a wonderful partner. She's real good at math, for Mm -hmm. real. She helps me out a lot when it comes to the finances and making sure I'm not overspending or anything like that. I think the best part with that or just being my success story is allowing the people to – To actually help me that want to help. It's a difference. And asking people for help and receiving their help. That's like a job. Absolutely. Don't nobody want to get up and go to work every day. Right. So I would end up with, don't nobody really want to help too much, but they're helping because I asked. opposed to this person was, they've always been interested and always been like, well, let me know if you need anything or this, this and that. I finally accepted the help that wanted to help me. Okay. Biggest success story.
0: Okay. So when you, what help did you accept? And when you accepted that help, what was the result?
1: From having help with my promotion, um, just encouraging words. Like I said, mental illness will take you down sometimes. Having people that will have your back and let you know, like, hey, we see you trying and we know, you know, it can't be a lot. I'm here if you need me. Uh-huh. But if you need me, not that whole, oh, I want to come and try and take over or anything like that. I felt like I had more of an option. And it was, it took a little bit of time. Okay. But knowing that the option was always there mm-hmm. when I was ready for it, it made it so much easier to just be like, all right, hey, I need help setting up or... I don't know what to do with it. This money don't look like it's going right. Like, it became easier.
0: Okay. So, I know you had a few setbacks in the beginning, right? So, just talk about a most recent setback and what did you do to overcome that setback?
1: Um. Well, I'm experiencing a little baby setback now. I'm in the process of moving. Okay. Um. I don't have a commercial kitchen right now, so... We I all, do do. We have to
0: start somewhere.
1: Yep. So I do do a lot of moving around, and my mom helped me a lot. But my mommy's about to move. Okay. So, excuse me. Where are you from? So, um, with that, I don't, I don't like to use the word setback. Um, I have to adjust. Okay. I have to make adjustments, to be honest. So now I have to adjust and find where I'm going to be cooking uh, for the weekends mm-hmm. until I get me a commercial kitchen or my own space. Mm-hmm. Which, fingers crossed, to be here real soon. Um, that's really my biggest adjustment right now or setback is being like, you know, you got to cook and have somewhere to cook. Where are you gonna do it?
0: Exactly. So. You know, if, if I can share, share one thing in terms of adjustments, right? So I can remember I started a, a school uniform business. Mm-hmm. And the building that I was in, the guy that owned it, it was a huge building. He sold the building, right? I had this whole plan about having the first school uniform business in the inner city,
1: yeah. right?
0: And everything was great. It was perfect. You know, we were able to have a couple of drives, give away some free stuff, The guy sold the building and we had to move to a building out in the suburbs so that was the whole point was to be in the inner Mm -hmm. city and i thought i'm like i closed up shop instead of me doing what you're doing which is the adjustment right the pivot and i think a lot of us fail because to your point we don't know how to pivot we think since we experience a challenge or adversity that we got to shut it all down
1: oh no 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 no! there is always a way and I didn't learn that until these last two years my first three years once something went wrong or I didn't know what I was doing I did I'd be like I don't know what to do so I got to stop and that's where that month came in that two three months that like now I'm I really got to start over over right No, there's always a way um it may not be your first thought second it may not even be your idea Mm -hmm. but when i say there is a way for you to figure out how to get your stuff out there as long as it's people outside
0: exactly we can figure it out okay so what's some advice that you would give to the i'm unique out there the one who's like you know i had some challenges growing up mental health, whatever the challenges are, right? Mm-hmm. But they have that one thing that they hold on to that's like their their safe haven, their peace, their way to escape. And they want to take it to the next level. They can't see themselves doing anything else but that one thing. With your challenges and what you've learned over the last five years, what advice would you give to the little I'm unique? To
1: know no matter what, this is... Yours, it's for you, and when something is yours or it's just meant for you, there's nothing that could really stop it. We can slow it down, we can take a break to breathe, but when it's yours, it's for you. That passion is there, it's not going nowhere. So, no matter you know, if it's one of them days, take two days off, if it's a week. Take a couple weeks off, but it's not. Don't ever think what is yours is gonna go away because it's it's you. Mm-hmm. It's not going nowhere. Okay. Best thing I could tell the little I'm uniques out there is, it's not going nowhere. You ain't going nowhere.
0: Take it one step at a time. Okay. So, and it was something I'm gonna I was gonna ask you in terms of. Uh, market trends, right, up-to-date trends, right? So you chocolate-covered strawberries, different types of desserts and all of that stuff. So how do you stay up-to-date? I know you talked about earlier about the recipe box, right, Mm -hmm. on the index cards, but obviously those are probably recipes that will never get old, it's still good. So how do you take those recipes and incorporate them into new trends and how do you add the new trends on top of that as far as just new desserts, period?
1: Um, what is that saying older people used to say? It ain't nothing really new. It's just repeating the cycle. Mm-hmm. Ain't none of this stuff new. Ain't okay. none of these trends. Ain't none of they desserts or nothing new. We are literally probably just mixing different stuff that we already love together. Okay. Um, I take what we already got, mm-hmm. to be honest, like, and everybody just seemed like they just, piling stuff on top of each other Mm -hmm. like for example everybody loves banana pudding i don't i don't like bananas i love banana pudding that's all you (laughs) i got you (laughs) homemade banana pudding everybody like it okay for the most part most people like cheesecake Mm -hmm. so if you like banana pudding and cheesecake and i tell you i got a strawberry cheesecake banana pudding cup Mm. i made them two weeks ago by the way hey
0: that sounds good Great combination, because I that's, love both. That's it.
1: <laughs> it ain't nothing new. you just rearranging and adjusting to what, they, what they're what they moving with now, for real. So
0: what if it's something you that's challenging for you or that you don't know how to make or that you've never seen before?
1: I ask for time. I do. I'm going to try it. Okay. Um, like those candy fruits uh-huh. that they went real big on TikTok for a while. People were taking instead of just regular candy apples, they started dipping grapes, watermelon. Annoying. Right. Right. Real pretty, but it's very I had never seen it. Mm. I had never done it. I had only made caramel apples. Mm. I had never worked with candy. And it was just like, you know what? We're gonna try it. Okay. And it was more of a it looked pretty, mm-hmm. and this is, it ain't new. Like I said, we ain't had candy apples forever. Okay. Somebody just decided, oh, let me dip a strawberry in. I'm like, you know what? We can do it. Okay. So it's, I be just excited to try a lot of stuff.
0: <laughs> I ain't even going to beat you, especially when it comes to food. So when you leave here today, what's your plan for Duop's Kitchen?
1: oh i'm excited you asked um leaving here today doops kitchen is coming up with a um, i'm collabing with a new hair store called hair vibes um black owned as well okay they are out west too i don't know maybe probably about to keep it all west with taxes (laughs) hair stores food but um we are going to have a toy drive okay so we're planning a toy drive for December. Um they're actually they've only been open I think about 8 weeks. We're going to do a soft grand reopening for them in February. Okay. Um What else we got? We going to find me a kitchen. Mm-hmm. That's the plan. Okay. And just just keep trying to take it up for the holidays. Okay. I'm trying to put something to do ups on everybody's table for the holidays.
0: So I have a challenge for you. What's that? Take a a notepad and write down all of the fears you have when it it comes to business. And just like you did, because, you know, we all, in the beginning, we have that momentum when we get started. Like, okay, I want to start this thing. I'm going to ask questions. and Then it kind of, like, slows down a little bit. But I challenge you to take that same energy you had in the beginning to find out about how to structure an LLC, how to get your EIN. Take that same energy and look at that list and next to that list write down some potential people you can reach out to to get questions to everything that you're afraid of and execute on it. I can do that. To take Duwop's Kitchen to the next level.
1: I can do that. And that's easy. To get information on... Like you said, how to take it to the next level?
0: Okay, so how do you balance your your personal and your and your business life? Because I'm sure, with orders coming in, right? Orders could come in at any time. Do you have like set times that you bake and cook? Or
1: oh yeah, um, I've been really trying to get way more organized with that because people love food. People will hit you up on Facebook at 3:42 a.m. <laughs> talking about a cake. <laughs> I <Right>. promise you. <laughs> Um, because they're up at 3.42. <laughs> and you came across my page and you like, what kind of cake is that? Right. Can I order that next week? <laughs> it's three in the morning, dude. Exactly. Um. Yeah, I actually have become more organized because I am only open on weekends. Okay. I post my menu Tuesday through Thursday so people know what I'm making. Mm-hmm. I do my cook, prep. Yeah, my cooking and prepping is usually done Wednesday night, Thursdays. Okay. Um, Friday and Saturday, I'm open for business. Okay. I have learned though this this the thing right here. I have learned to only make what I want to sell in them two days. That's good. So if I run out, that's just what it is. If I run out Saturday morning, I'm not making no more. If I run out, stressing yourself. Yep. If I run out Friday night, I'm sorry, Saturday people. Y'all going to have to catch me next week. Okay. Like, or and I'm going to make sure, you know, I'm, maybe I'll add five more to it. But mm-hmm. learning to make only what you going to sell mm-hmm. or what
0: you're trying to, that's big. No, that's huge. That's big. Kind of like a limited offer.
1: Yeah. Oh. So letting people know that I'm only taking order. I'm, well, I'm only open two days a week. That's mm-hmm. helpful. I only take pre-orders um, during certain times. Mm-hmm. You will only get a response back from me from certain times. That's that's how I pretty much got them to kind of calm down okay. with the phone going okay. off at four and three in the morning. <laughs> okay. They still have his moments, though. It does. Um, I don't know if it's just me, no. but some people don't always read. You know those instructions, and you still have to go in. Mm-hmm. But being patient and still being nice to your customers, let them know, hey, it's three in the morning. Mm-hmm. You have to get with me tomorrow. Exactly. It's it's okay. okay. Or did I respond back till to tomorrow too. Right. But that's how I find that balance. Okay. Um. So how can everybody find you? Ooh, I am on almost all major platforms i'm on facebook if you at me it's gonna be Duwop's kitchen okay and that is spelled d-u-w-o-p kitchen k-i-t-c-h-e-n my instagram is doops official page okay that's how you find me on ig and i do have a tiktok too Duops kitchen Trying to get more active on there though, nice. it's hard.
0: <laughs> so, so your ha- your handle is the same on all platforms besides Facebook,
1: right? No, it's not, um, besides Instagram. Insta- Instagram, yep. Instagram is Doops official page. Okay. Everybody else, Facebook, TikTok is just Doops Kitchen.
0: All right, perfect. So, if you had to leave, you have to add, ask a question to the next person that's going to come on the podcast. What question would that be? I think
1: I would want to know what um, What did they want to get out of the podcast? What were they looking most forward to? Like, what was your point of it? Okay. Yeah, I think I'd want to know that. Like, not for me. Yes, it's great to get me out there, but I really wanted
0: the experience. Okay. So, can I ask you that question? What did you want to get out of the podcast, and did you get it? I wanted to get the experience uh-huh.
1: and I actually I did want the opportunity to share why I do what I do okay. and I
0: did all right perfect I did. well I tell you what um, I can appreciate the the transparency I know the listeners will appreciate the transparency you know everything that you were challenged with still challenged with but still pushing through still moving okay. to the next level willing to accept the challenge all of that stuff is valuable and a lot of times people think they need to you know you get on a podcast you got to talk about how much money you made or how much business you have as opposed to just normal regular everyday struggles that people go through and how to get through those things because it's those things at the at the foundation that you have to get in order mm-hmm. before you could truly take it to the next level oh yeah
1: yeah i'm I'm gonna be a hundred percent human. Cool. I don't know what else to do I can't. When people even ask me, you know, oh, how's business? Business is business. Right. You know, as long as I'm here, mm-hmm. Doop's Kitchen gonna be here. So, okay. Anything else you want to add? Um, I do appreciate you having me. Uh, for anybody out there that's considering starting a business or have a passion for it, go ahead. You are literally the only thing standing in your way. Like I stood in my way for my first three years. That's it. I was in my way. You are the only thing stopping you from
0: getting to where you want to be. Get up and do it. All right. Perfect. Hey, that's the best closing. Nothing else for me to add. Uh, do ops Kitchen. Make sure you look her up. All social media platforms. Again, the Relish is good. If you want to try the Relish, your local Columbus, Ohio, check out the Relish Check out the strawberry cookies. There's some other desserts, but those are my favorites, so I'm a little biased. But but I want to thank you for joining the Let's Evolve for Tomorrow podcast, where we help aspiring new and existing entrepreneurs excel to the next level by inviting other new, aspiring, and existing entrepreneurs to the podcast where they can give knowledge and gems on how to get to the next level. We'll see you next time.